Shalom, Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Deplin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're here today with the seed of the day. And we hope that this seed will bless you along the way of your life and even until eternity. And we're praying right now, lifting up everyone while we go through this um, storm of a pandemic and just the storms of life. And we're asking God to bless our children, bless those that have lost loved ones, bless those that have recovered from the sickness, bless those family members who are taking care of loved ones. And we're just encouraging each other right now, thanking God for those that have not um, contacted the virus, but God has kept them. But we're just thanking him for his blessings, his love, his grace, and his kindness. But there is a word for us today that can help us along the way. And that word is coming out of Hebrews 10th chapter, starting with that first verse. And it reminds us of who Jesus really is. And oftentimes we forget how powerful and how magnificent and how glorious Jesus Christ is. We forget that he's the son of the almighty God and he died on the cross for our sins. We forget that um, he's a friend in the middle of, of a battle. He's a general. He's a way maker. He's uh, able to heal your body. He's a son of the almighty God, the creator of the universe. And he's able to do all kinds of things for us. But we oftentimes forget and just treat him like he's just part of the crowd. But in Hebrews, the 10th chapter, the Bible reminds us that even from the Old Testament all the way through the New, everything in the Bible is about Jesus. And in Hebrews 10th chapter, first verse, it says, For the law having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of things that can never, with those sacrifices which they offered year by year, continually make the comers unto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered, because that the worshippers once purged should have had no more conscience of sins. In this scripture, it talks about um, the Old Testament and how in the time of Moses, how God um, taught Moses and the children of Israel how to serve him in Leviticus and in um, Deuteronomy and Numbers and all those first, the first five books of the Bible and how to have a relationship with a holy God how to serve him, and how to worship him. And God has taken us through this pandemic to um, bring us closer to him, to bring us into the light of his son, Jesus Christ. God does everything for a reason, and he didn't bring us this far just to um, leave us and have life like we had it before. But there is a lesson for us in the midst of this storm. And in the Old Testament, Every year they would take a, a, a lamb and goat and they would sacrifice it on the altar. And it was for the cover of the sins of Israel and for the high priest. And every year they would have to do this because God said the, the blood and rams and goats I have no desire of. So every year they had to sacrifice many animals um, even on a day-to-day -day activity, they had to kill pigeons and all these things because the penalty for sin was death. And so God required, what, a life 
for the sin of mankind. So in order to shed blood, you had to lose a life. So animals had to give their life. Innocent animals that did not deserve it had to give their life for we could have blood to put on the mercy seat of uh, the Ark of the Covenant, which is a box that killed the Ten Commandments, the rod that budded, and the manna that came in the wilderness to let us know that God will provide our daily bread. He will take something dead and bring it back to life. And he gave us commandments to help us live a holy life. And they would have to take that blood every year and put it on, on the altar. And um, there was nothing um, that man could do to help himself. So every year he had to go what? Do it over and over again. But then in the scripture, starting in verse 3 of Hebrews 10 chapter, the Bible says, but in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he says, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared for me. In burnt offering and sacrifice for sin thou hast had no pleasure. Then I said, I come in the volume of the book, it is written of me, to do the will of Oh God. So Jesus is saying that um, the blood and rams and goats God did not desire because it really was not taking away the sins of Israel because they would do it every year and they would go back into their sins. And I'm here today to tell you, don't go back to what you stopped doing during the pandemic. If you start praying every day, if you start reading your Bible, if you have begun to um, have a relationship with God, don't turn back now. And forget all about them as we go back into our day-to-day -day activity. But remember what Jesus has done for you. Because the blood of rams and goats, he had no desire of. Because the animal skins and the animal blood could not cover the sins of man. But Jesus said, I cried under the altar and said, prepare me a body that I can go down and die for my brothers and my sisters. And he said, lo, I come in the volume of the book. That is written in verse 7. And I come to do the will of God. And the will of God was that Jesus would give his life on the cross and shed his innocent blood of no sin was found in him. So he had perfect blood because he, his father came, um, was it's God Almighty. And he um, had no contamination from sin of man. But he lived a pleasing life that his father was well pleased. He did what Adam could not do. And he pleased God with his life and did miracles by helping. And God was pleased with what he had done. So he was able to give himself instead of us. He took our place and shed his blood on the cross of Calvary and died on our behalf. And he did it because he loved us that much. So you have somebody that loves you that much would give their life for you on the cross and shed his innocent blood. And he did it because he loved us. And that should encourage you right now to know that whatever you're going through, whatever um, your problem you may have in your life, it may be uncertainty on your job, it may be a financial difficulty, it may be sickness in your body, 
you have Jesus Christ on your side and he loves you with an everlasting love that he saw fit that we were stuck in sin and he asked his father to prepare, prepare him a body that he can go down and die for his brother. And he stepped down here and he took our place and told us to step aside and he took the death that belonged to us. Now that's what you call love. That's an elder brother that would stand up for his, his brother and give his life on the cross of Calvary. And it pleased God what he did that gave us another right to what? Have a relationship with our father because we could not come to God because we were sinful. And Adam sinned and it was inherited in our bloodline from him that we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. But God be the glory. Jesus stepped in and fulfilled what God needed. And he made a way for us to come back to our father in glory. And when they stretched him high and hung him high on the cross, we had he had man in one hand and God in the other. And we met at the intersection of his heart. And God gave us a right to the tree of life again. So when we pray, we all we have to do is just pray it in Jesus Christ's name. And our prayers can be answered. Because God is making a way for his children who love Jesus Christ. And when you're um, in situations where you don't know what tomorrow may bring, uh, the Bible tells us when we pray, we have to pray in Jesus Christ's name. We have to ask in Jesus Christ's name. So when you pray, don't just say Jesus, say Jesus Christ. But Christ means that he's your redeemer. Jesus is his name and his earthly name. But Christ means that he got up out of the grave with all power in his hand. And when you keep on reading that chapter 10, it tells us that um, we have to walk by faith and not by sight. And in verse 36, it says that we have to be patient and be ready to endure hardships and those afflictions that we go through in life. They're just to prepare us to become stronger in our walk with Jesus Christ. And I want to be strong when it comes to my faith. I want to be strong when it comes to uh, my relationship with Jesus. Because verse 32 says, and 37 says, that for yet a little while, and he that shall come will come, and he will not tarry. Because the Bible says, now that the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall not have pleasure in him. So we can't turn around on our mission for God. We got to stay on the battlefield for him. We can't give up the plow. We can't say we're Christians one day and then the next day living in a worldly lifestyle and forget all about our relationship with Jesus. We have to walk with Jesus. We have to fit into what God has for us, not him fitting into our plan. We have to fit into his plan. God has given man one thing that no other animal or no other part of his creation has, and that's the ability to change. You can change your situation right now by letting God come into your life 
and accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Things you did before, you won't want to do no more. The mentality you had, you'll change it right now. Oh, a dog going to stay a dog. A cat will stay a cat. A tree going to stay a tree. But man has the ability to change. He has the ability to change his mindset. And he can come back to God. Angels don't have the ability to change. We're the only part of creation that can come back and change and give our life to Christ. And I'm here today to say, um, if you don't know Jesus for yourself, it's time to change. It's time to get back close with God. Because we look at this world now, we can see that pandemics can break out, jobs not secure, things that we think are uh, unmovable can be changed in the twinkling of an eye. And we're going to need a Savior when we get to that judgment day. And we're going to need Jesus to stand on our behalf. And I nominate Jesus right now um, to be my leader, to guide me and lead me in the right direction. I'm going to follow him no matter where he takes me. I'm going to say a prayer right now. And if you believe it, say along with me. Um, Father, I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I repent of my sins. I turn from my wicked way. And I'm coming back home to you. I want you to be my God. I want Jesus to be my Redeemer. And I want the Holy Spirit to be my guide. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. No longer is it about me, but I want to be part of the Holy Family in heaven. And on that day when you return, I want to go back to my heavenly home to be with my family forever. I believe that you are the son of the living God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now go get in a good Bible teaching church where you can hear more about how Jesus gave his life for your sins and how God gave the New Testament that we can have Jesus no longer have to shed blood of rams and goats, but Jesus did it once and for all and shed his blood. He doesn't have to come back and do it again. But all you have to do now is believe by faith and your life will be changed. Remember, keep a smile on your face for that smile may be helping somebody along the way.